Welcome to Reclaimed Heritage, a place where we discuss traditional skills for the practical home. We're your hosts, Christy, Carrie, and Elaine. Do you find yourself staring longingly at the beautiful homesteads on social media? Dreaming of the day you can finally collect eggs, grow a garden, and milk a cow? For many of us, we feel trapped in a neighborhood, wishing for more land so we can really homestead. But homesteading is a mindset. In this episode, we will introduce how to be a homesteader, where you are, with what you have. There needs to be a homemaker exercising some measure of skill, imagination, creativity, desire to fulfill needs and give pleasure to others in the family. How precious a thing is the human family. Is it not worth some sacrifice in time, energy, safety, discomfort, work? Does anything come forth without work? Edith Schaefer. Well, welcome back. And we are on season two, episode one. And we are going to be talking today about homesteading where you are, which is a a topic we're super excited about. Mm -hmm. Um, I was thinking about this earlier today and that homesteading really is a mindset. It's not Mm -hmm. just having, Mm -hmm. you know, a huge property, um, which that actually is helpful. Although sometimes I think the bigger it is, the more more taxing it can become. But it really is a mindset of being a producer and not Mm -hmm. a consumer, you know, breaking the chains of being tied to systems, whether it's the fluctuating grocery prices or, you know, whatever, um, and really just being bent towards your home instead of outside of your home. So we're going to be looking at some skills that Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about for the rest of the season. But Mm -hmm. before that, we like to share a little bit of what we did this weekend. We had a lot of fun. We did have a ton of fun. Yeah, our church did something called... I always get it wrong. I March always want to call it March Madness, and my kids are like, Mom, that's <laughs> I, But I say it, like, firmly and with gusto every time. Yeah, March Missions. Yeah. <clears throat> so we had a few speakers we come did. in and tell us about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, then we had an unbelievably large feast. We did. Oh, my goodness. We had enough food to go on a round two, except that we had pizza coming on round right. two. Right. So. We, our entire church really is made up of women who have a fear of running out of food. This is fact. And mm-hmm. so this is what happens when we feast together is there's no shortage of food. It's not fear motivated. It's just wanting <laughs> no. to love people well motivated <laughs> yes. and making um, sure that it doesn't, we don't run out of food. Correct. <laughs> yes. And we, yes, we definitely didn't come close. So good news, no. we had leftovers. I mean, we did. I wasn't unhappy about that. No, Not my kids are having that. some for lunch today. So, yeah. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Oh, we already ate those. <laughs> 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 they, were, they were dipping in Sunday evening, the leftovers mm-hmm. from Saturday. So, we and there was some dancing, lots of dancing going lots on. Of dancing, board games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A really good time. It was All fantastic. All of our kids. It's fun watching the big kids teach the little ones how to dance. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It's very sweet. And the parents sometimes. And the parents. Uh-huh, and the yeah. parents. <laughs> Although some of you all stick in the mud. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you did. You did. Yeah, I so did. Yeah. Event- I mean, eventually all of us were convinced to get out there at some point or another. Yeah. <clears throat> can't all be fun and games. I know, Somebody's right? got to do clean up and <laughs> stuff. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah, no, it was it was excellent. It was so, but we are maybe you can hear in our voices we're a little weary. I think from our long weekend, we've had sick kids, 
Again, we just said that last. We have okay, but (laughs) it's March. Okay, but the and it's a March in Ohio with uh, the yeah. But we have figured out that the sickness that you've heard us talk about ended up being strep. Mm -hmm. And since we're all such good friends, (laughs) we like to share everything. We do. (laughs) Mine aren't diagnosed yet. They go tomorrow. (laughs) If I was a betting woman, (laughs) Mm, sore throats, friends with strep. I wonder Mm. what it could be. Nothing bone broth won't cure before tomorrow. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yes, I did throw everything I had at what we, mm-hmm. what we had going mm-hmm. on, and turns out we still needed the antibiotics. Yeah, apparently so honey is not a cure water, for water stress. Water. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's a reliever, but not a mm-hmm. cure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, unless there's some magical way to use it, we haven't used it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, please tell us if there's yes, right? Magic. But anyway, so we I think this up this season actually was kind of thrown on us as an idea by our daughters Mm -hmm. who have things they want to see yeah things they want to see and you know they a lot of times you guys if you message us or they're kind of like our they're they are our marketers Mm -hmm. on our social Mm -hmm. media so they're well aware of like the trends behind these beautiful homesteads Mm -hmm. and they are beautiful but that statistically is not a reality Mm -hmm. for most right people like if you grew up on family farmland Mm -hmm. that's awesome um or if you had the ability to move out a little while ago but like in our current economy Mm -hmm. being able to purchase land and move away from your jobs like it just kind of gets less and less Mm -hmm. of a possibility so they were talking about you know some ideas of what you can do where you are right and how can we support or give um some of our knowledge to you guys mm-hmm. in um you know if you're in an apartment which mm-hmm. is your daughter well mm-hmm. you both have daughter well ah, i have a daughter <laughs> we all Listen. have daughters in apartments yes that are doing things and trying to learn skills that's mm-hmm. what this is about is yep. honing and learning some skills that are mm-hmm. good wherever you are yes and they will be all the things that you think you will do when you homestead on like property Mm -hmm. you will save your time save yourself a lot of heartache if you can do the things that we're going to talk about in this season and do them well in Mm -hmm. your apartment or in your suburb yeah scaled down just a little bit yeah you will be light years ahead of anybody else who's moved out to property if you've got these Mm -hmm. few things nailed down then when you're able to move if you really desire land you can kind of jump in mm-hmm. right with like larger scale farming mm-hmm. things because you've done these smaller things mm-hmm. yes. and these are not insignificant. These are no. skills that like, I mean, a lot of them on here, I, oh, some of them I've never done. Some of them I've done, but for sure not mastered. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to learn some new skills. And when you get property, you have more responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't learned some basic skills before, mm-hmm. it's really hard to, to learn them in the thick of it. It's like trying sure. to learn how to bake bread when you just had a baby. Mm-hmm. You, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Not Correct. easy to do. It really is just stewarding mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. resources well, where God has placed you in this time. At your time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's redeeming. Yeah. Yeah. He keeps talking about redeeming the time. Like, yes. You may be unhappily waiting mm-hmm. in the position that you're in, thinking... You know, as you scroll through Instagram, that you could do all the things if you had mm-hmm. something different. But these are all things that you can do where you are and joyfully. Mm-hmm. Right. And like Christie's cold open 
it really has a lot to do with the mindset. And Elaine, you were talking about that mm -hmm. earlier today, how identifying as a homesteader is a mindset. So mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. people who live on land, y'all, like they live on five acres and I wouldn't consider them a homesteader. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, they right. mow it. They, yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. It really is just more about the investment of the mm -hmm. property versus what you can make mm -hmm. the property do mm -hmm. yes. for you. Yeah. I mean, we all know, like, we have where we live, like, there's some, it's kind of like an in-between area where, like, you're not in town, but you're not in what we consider, mm -hmm. like, the rural country. So you have these beautiful homes on, like, three to five acres, and they are perfect. McMansions. They are mm -hmm. McMansions. And if that's you, that's awesome. But we know people who like live there and they don't have a homesteader mindset, but they right. have the land that you think you need mm -hmm. to have it. So it really is the mindset more than the environment that you're living in. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. So we're really excited. We have 12 different topics, ideas that mm -hmm. we're going to give you today mm -hmm. and just a tiny mm -hmm. little bit behind them. And then for season two, each week we will be going into each topic more in depth on mm -hmm. how why really where you can find a lot of the resources on learning it and there really are some crossovers in all of this mm -hmm, too mm -hmm. so um there's skills that you can just begin to hone and then those will flow into other things mm -hmm. that you can then as interest you know because not everything has to be your jam right because mm -hmm. there are i'm aging myself with that, that. <laughs> Yeah. You may just try them for the first time mm -hmm. and see. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. The thing that I really liked when we were making the list is how I could really think of somebody who did each thing well. Mm -hmm. And what was interesting is maybe with the exception of like two things, it was rarely one person who did all the things well. Mm -hmm. Like so. the Proverbs 31 woman. Mm -hmm. When you read that chapter in Proverbs, I don't know anyone who's doing all the things mm -hmm. on there. But mm -hmm. I same thing. I know people that do a little bit of this, a little mm -hmm. bit of that. Well, some of it's seasonal. Some of these mm -hmm. things, like right. my yeah. daughter and I were just talking. She's like, there's things you've always done. And then there's things that you've done, you know, outside of having newborns and mm -hmm. having mm -hmm. toddlers. And so she said, that gives me hope because I don't feel like I have to do it all, all mm -hmm. the time. Right. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. And there's a lot of things on here that like I've done in the past or I've mm -hmm. dabbled in, but mm -hmm. aren't necessarily doing right now. Well, and I broke it down in when I was, I was listening to actually a couple other podcasts and they one of them had an idea of learning, picking a skill per month. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's so interesting because we're doing 12, 12 months of the year. Mm -hmm. If you picked one topic a month and you spent one month mm -hmm. just on that area, mm -hmm. like, the growth you would see in your skill ability in a year uh, would be phenomenal. And even some of these that I've done or we've done, and I was thinking about that again. I'm like, gosh, mm -hmm. if I just took this list in particular mm -hmm. and spent... I mean, even an hour a day, that's 30 hours of your time that you've spent in one of these areas. Mm -hmm. it be and it's crazy. time well spent. Very well spent. Mm. You're going to get a return. Mm -hmm. So let's start with what I would consider the easiest one mm -hmm. um, to begin with, is what I would say. I don't know that it's necessarily the easiest skill on our list. It's probably the one that would take you... Let's look at the list. It's probably the one that I actually think would take you the longest to say that you're really good at. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Depends how motivated you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so topic number one. Cooking from scratch. Cooking from scratch, yeah. yeah. And why would we want to cook from scratch? <laughs> I think, num <laughs> well, 
Can I be I, honest? Some days I really don't. But there's yeah, lots of good well, reasons why we should. Money. Yeah. You definitely <laughs> yes. save money. Mm-hmm. Just knowing what you're putting in your family's bodies. Mm-hmm. So even mm-hmm. something as simple as a taco seasoning package, when you actually read what's in there, there's all these extras that you mm-hmm. really just do not need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can hear your kids say, there's nothing here to eat. <laughs> That's called the ingredient. Oh, my God. The ingredient home. <laughs> yes. I know. There's nothing to eat. I'm like, there's lots of there's things. There's lots of things. You just, <laughs> you have, just to have to make the work things. for it. Yeah. yeah. That's how you can tell, like, legitimately the cred that you have as a mom versus the other rest of the people in your house. Because when everyone, including my husband, declares there is no food, I've got, like, five awesome dinners. <laughs> right. <laughs> We are not at the bottom of the barrel yet. <laughs> yes, <'cause>. we aren't. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, you know, it's interesting because, again, I love following people who do, like, deep, deep prep. That's awesome and worth your time, and we'll talk about it. But you should not waste your time storing five 30-gallon, you know, whatever buckets Jars of, of flour beets. or <laughs> beans yeah. Yeah. if then you don't know what to do with it right 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 because when the time comes to need it you're not gonna know and there could be many reasons why you end up i mean you lose your job mm-hmm. you like you said this is what's interesting a lot of people go down this rabbit hole with food allergies that's kind mm-hmm. of their kickoff because mm-hmm. if you have food allergies in your home trying to find food that you're just going to walk into a grocery store to purchase to feed a family is rough Yes. It's rough. It's hard to find, and then it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, allergen free food that's per- been pre-prepared mm-hmm. is hard. Right. So, But we'll have a fantastic episode yes. on cooking from scratch. What's yep. another one we got here? Stocking your pantry. Stocking your pantry. Mm-hmm. Yes. It kind of goes hand in hand. It's hard to cook from scratch mm-hmm. if you don't have the items in your pantry. There's nothing yes. worse than having to, like, run to Dollar General because you're out of cornstarch. <laughs> Right. So these things will help you. If you can open up your pantry Mm -hmm. and have ingredients to pull from, cooking from scratch is going to be a lot easier. Yep. And the homestead mindset, and that actually was interesting. Like, Christy, you live on a lot of land, but you're five minutes from the store. I know. It's very odd. Mm -hmm. But for us, it was a big eye-opener because if you... The closer you live, the more you go. You're not making it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like That's Mm -hmm. how that works out. So it is like learning to plan your meals well Mm -hmm. and have your pantry Mm -hmm. stocked with the things that you need to make. Mm -hmm. Um, It it might sound very simple, but if you are newly married or know somebody who's newly married, the daily discoveries of like, I went to make this and my mom always had it in Mm -hmm. a spice cabinet and it's not there and I never thought about it. So we're going to go over what you should think about. Well, even living in a home of a stocked pantry, my daughter is still saying to me, Mom, do an episode on what to keep in your pantry because mm-hmm. she didn't do the the stocking of the pantry. She just benefited from mm-hmm. opening the pantry up and everything's in there that she needs. Yep. Yeah. Same. Having daughters who have moved out and they just mm-hmm. take <laughs> for granted that something's going to be there and yes. then they're like, oh, it's not. Okay. How it's do we? It's a shocker of salt. When you first get married and you realize like, Salt isn't just in your cabinet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that neither is garlic powder. I was gonna say the three that like I heard someone mention that I like you're not getting it at a bridal shower was salt, yeah, rubber bands and scissors. I'm like I scissors. Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> Yeah, right? Just, it's like my husband's always comes to me and says, Honey, do we have a stapler? And I look at him like, if you haven't bought one yet, there's still no stapler. <laughs> 
I know what I'm getting. Maybe I should buy it. All right. <laughs> Note to sell. Okay. All righty. So another yeah. one we're going to do is sewing and some needle craft mm-hmm. ideas. So all the things that entail using needles. Right. Yeah. And sewing, um, I always think of sewing as in making some beautiful dress, but... As I was looking at Cyrus's jeans the other day with this little hole developing in his knee, I'm mm-hmm. like, of, of his jeans, I'm like, mm-hmm. I should probably sew that up. So mm-hmm. also just practical things. Yeah, mending. I don't mending. think we're getting into mm-hmm. garment or Civil War making. No, costumes. no, <laughs> no. But, no. I do Basics. not. But mending's huge. Yeah, I can do some handicrafts. Not so. I can't machine sew. Mm-hmm. My mother is an excellent seamstress, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I can't tell you how many pairs of pants. Mm-hmm. I'll get a hole or a tear, and they're my good jeans, and she can patch them, and I get another six months to a year out of them. I mean, money and time. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if any of it's necessarily hit yet, but I, anytime I sew a button on, I call mm-hmm. one or two of the kids over to just watch me, so that mm-hmm. that is an important skill for mm-hmm. even young men to have. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard from a few men that they like went to go on a job interview or something and pulled a shirt out mm-hmm. and there was no they were missing a button they don't know where mm-hmm. to find the extra buttons like mm-hmm. how do you do that that's so, huge yeah and you may yeah and even on the farm the the things that you come up with that you need that you need to create mm-hmm. from scratch right right as it's a big deal so i yeah. even see on this list um repurposing thrifting and foraging yeah I'm excited about that. That is big. Yeah, so foraging, thrifting, and repurposing, they're kind of all big, a little bit different. I would Mm -hmm. say for me, the repurposing was such a huge one that we, I was blown away when we moved to the farm. Okay, I'm going to tell you this little story (laughs) of why this, like, is such an aha moment for me. Because if you don't live on a farm, you do this. I would drive out to the country, and I would see these gorgeous properties Mm -hmm. with junk. Mm Mm-hmm. And I always judged really hard. And I kept thinking, you live on like a magazine cover property. And then you've got like a broken down car and a bathtub and some <laughs> random tractor. swimming pool. Yeah. And the tractor that's not moving. And like, is that like 40 tires? <laughs> like, come on. Like, somebody needs to come on a weekend. <laughs> uh, you need to clean this up so I can come back and enjoy it better next time I drive by. And now if you drove by my property... <laughs> You would think the same thing because ain't nobody throwing that away. <laughs> You're going to use it for something else. No, but I'm constantly saying, can we hide it behind the barn, right. please? Yes. Can we hide yeah, it? Yeah, ours is yeah. in our backyard or in the front yard where you can see it. But if you pull in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so. And the foraging I actually know nothing about. Oh, foraging. I'm excited to talk yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Yep, so it'll be new. Yeah. Awesome. Let's see. Well, fermenting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I've just started that this year, like my first. Mm-hmm. I think I'm You're doing the red onions, things. aren't you? They like are a game changer. Then you want to ferment everything. Mm-hmm. This Okay. I find it's like this with every topic. Like <laughs> once you start repurposing, you're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. nothing gets thrown away. I can use that for something. Fermenting, mm-hmm. you're going to ferment everything. Well, you know? Yeah. And I think we'll do pick like, so pickling and fermenting are the same thing, but we'll mm-hmm. talk about them, I think, together because right. I've pickled quite a few things but i've only fermented a very small well, amount i have some sauerkraut so. going on my counter mm-hmm. so i'm pretty excited about that that kind of goes along with a lot of our get help that we talked about so i'm super yes i'm very excited and it's so those kind of so things are my favorite good. yeah because you just like set it and forget it mm-hmm. it's not one of the super time consuming mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Things it is kind of stinky, I have learned. Mm. If you are trying to sell your home, probably not the time to do some sauerkraut <laughs> downstairs. But the time to do sourdough bread. Open the door on. Yeah. yeah. They're going to ask you to have your septic pumped. The stinky people move out early. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So one of the ones I'm super excited about is to do... Um, our week on herbalism. Mm-hmm. So I have um, in our soap business a few years ago. We got into some of that with making salves and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lip balms and stuff. Where you just started to read about the magic that's in a lot of these. I have herbs. a daughter that is super interested and cannot wait to put yeah. more more herbs in the herb mm-hmm, garden this mm-hmm. year. She was already looking at my seeds and critiquing what we have started. Yes. Oh and my I'm goodness! Like, wow, yeah, that's somebody's awesome. yeah gonna be. A friend of ours makes tinctures. Mm-hmm. Actually, we have a couple mm-hmm. friends who make mm-hmm. tinctures. Mm-hmm. And that's on my... I'm mm-hmm. super excited because I haven't done it yet. We've done a lot of... Um, oh, I can't think of the name. It's not tinctures, but like we've let them set in oils for mm-hmm. a very, very long time. Yeah. So I'm thinking we'll be able to go from there, but... Well, you know, I bought amber canning jars Mm -hmm. at our wedding in October because they went with the Mm -hmm. color scheme Mm -hmm. thinking towards (laughs) (laughs) how am I going to use these in future? So, And speaking of, we have canning and freezing and preserving in that way. Yes. On the list. Yes. Hot water bath and pressure canning. Are we doing Mm -hmm. some dehydrating? dehydrating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I just got a dehydrator the other day. Did you? Did I ever tell you that story when we were moving? My husband thought, my wife doesn't use this dehydrator. So he just gave it away along with like my homeschooling dry erase board. Like, because he thinks, I joke with him all the time. If he didn't see it happen when he's home for like the three hours, then he thinks it never happens. So since we've moved, I'd wanted one. So I got one off of Facebook Marketplace for $10. They only used it like four times. So that's, I have that. So I'm. I am ready and ramped up to do that topic. I'm very, very excited as we keep talking about the canning. Mm-hmm. So. I yeah, I'm excited for the planning. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. and organizing Same. like how to these yeah, right up my alley. Well, mm-hmm. and if you're adding all these skills in and you don't know how to plan or have a good routine or manage your home well, mm-hmm. you will be overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. You just won't be able to do it all. Well, and even when you have it down, like oh, it is yeah. like it can still yes. be overwhelming. But adding at least it's more something manageable. and then something <laughs> kind of has to when your yes has mm-hmm. to be no to something yes. else. So it's all things in. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. when you tune in and you're like, wow, those ladies have an extra pep in their step. It's it's going to be the planning week, <laughs> <laughs> and we will all we all sit here with our planners as we speak. Yes, and. <sighs> Um, yes, we we love 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 to plan on and paper, have and then it doesn't oh. always work out that way. Yeah. Execution, yes, it, the rough stuff. Well, it's where the rubber meets the road. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, and you have weeks mm-hmm. that I think, wow, I mm-hmm. got all my little check marks right? on here, and it was a yes. great week. But then I have weeks that I don't, mm-hmm. and it's still a great week. God put before me what I needed to do, and and it'll be interruptions. Just get it done. It is. You yeah. know, you'll have your schedule down, but like you said. You know, God dictates our schedule. Yep. Mm-hmm. And but so if, you, we, have if schedule, you have that built in, yeah, yeah the you flexibility get, to right do those in. things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, animals. We're going to talk about animals. Yep. That's going to be another really good week of, for many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. Actually, I would say after we started 4-H. It was really interesting when we would go to the barn and you would see the kids doing 4-H for animals. Sorry, um, you say the kids, and I you used to have goats, so I'm trying mm-hmm. to picture which yeah, but children we, or kids. Yes, true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> yes, my children. Well, yeah, and that's actually one of the main reasons we moved. We were in 4-H, we were mm-hmm. at the fair, and we were in the tent 
that didn't do animals. And then mm-hmm. behind us was the barn where there were the kids that did the animals. And we didn't have animals, but that's where my kids wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And they would beg and cry and say to my husband things like, please, please, please. And we had the conversation. They're like, having so much more fun than we are yes. in here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our kids are begging for goats and not cell phones. So, yeah. like, kind of we can like do that. Maybe this, this isn't a bad thing. Yeah. But the work ethic that comes out of caring for animals mm-hmm. is like none other. Absolutely. I mean, I can tell you, like, I, again, if you are in a workplace and you find people who have phenomenal work ethic, nine times out of ten, mm-hmm. those are kids who have. Mm-hmm. Truth. I would say farm animals, but we're going to talk could about be any, how animal. any animal mm-hmm. is going to Somebody depending on their yeah. diligence. Could be yes. a hamster. <laughs> it could be a hamster. They still have to be fed every right. day. So. so we also have one of the obvious ones, I think, is mm-hmm. gardening and microgreens. Well, yeah. maybe gardening is more obvious than microgreens. Mm-hmm. Just microgardening. I haven't done microgreens. Who has done microgreens? Me. Okay, yeah. Christy. Sorry. <laughs> I think well, we're going it's to been do that. a minute. It yeah. has really been a yeah. minute. It's one of those things like that I was excited about being on this list because I can't wait mm-hmm. to do it again. Yes. Yeah. I've never done it, but um, they talk about the nutritional components mm-hmm. of microgreens and how amazing yeah. they are. But if you're in an apartment, when I, when we were looking this up, like microgreens was like number one on the list of things to do. Well, I have a seed for very al- little space. Yeah. And I have yet to do them, but I have them. So now... Yeah. There you go. I'll get them started. That's half the job right there. And gardening exactly. and planters and buckets and all the things you can do in your apartments. Mm-hmm. And, um, we actually have a really good friend of There's ours some of my kids who probably don't know that I even did microgreens because <laughs> I used to. It's been so long. Well, I used to just blend them up and hide them in food. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> my kids, they lovingly refer to those as the green smoothie era. Yeah. They didn't know yeah. what they were drinking and it tasted like berries, but it was green. <laughs> Banana. It's just banana, guys. There's yeah. the green comes from the banana somehow. Yes. It's magic. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And I'm super, super stoked about the deep storage, mm-hmm. long-term food prep. <clears throat> I haven't. Okay. So when we knew COVID was coming. <laughs> Sorry. I had a flashback to that week. Yes, you did. Because <laughs> everything surprised Elaine around that time. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You guys, oh. I know we're sitting at church and all of the women are talking about some of the things that they've done in deep storage. And lovely Elaine's like, for what? <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. It was precious. Yeah. Well, it was. Yeah. yeah. So but since good. my kids, you know, saw that we didn't, you know, close down everything for COVID and we're all still here. I'm just thinking about they, the pudding. The pudding. <laughs> we have never purchased pudding ever, ever. But for and some jello. reason, imminent no. death. Because if, if you die of COVID, your kids need pudding. I remember, pudding her face, I remember her face when she, we took her down to our basement when they first moved <laughs> yeah. here to show. Like, And she was just like, when do you eat all this food? <laughs> she was like deer in headlights. Like, okay, I think we maybe need to move okay. back. <laughs> when you live in a city and you can walk to the grocery store, you're right. not thinking. I mean, I don't live in the city now, but back yes. then, yeah. that's what we did. So we're thinking, you know, what am I going to go to the store and buy for dinner today, not right. for the week? Let Why alone do you for need months. that many green beans, Christy? Why do you need that many green beans? <laughs> right. <laughs> or pudding cups. <laughs> there are none left, by the way. If something had actually happened oh, and there gosh. was a shutdown, that wouldn't have it wouldn't have um, made it because they ate them in like approximately two weeks because like you don't buy them because we don't why. buy them and they're yeah. like I think I'm sick I should eat a pudding I should cup. eat a pudding cup. <laughs> whatever or just sneak down and help yourself yeah 
Yes, you've had. I've been on the phone with you when you go to get things out of the freezer and someone has sampled all the. Yes, that's my favorite when I go for an ingredient Mm -hmm. because we don't have, you know, and this happens more and more these days because the more teenagers and people that you add that then Mm -hmm. have their skill set is they can Mm -hmm. make the things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then they don't mention that they used said things. That never happens in our oh, house. That's okay. so lovely. I I'm made, glad for you. I made chocolate chip cookies the other night, and my children said, Mom, it has been ages since you've made chocolate chip cookies. And I went, yes. I buy chocolate chips all the time. And by the time <laughs> I go to make it, there are no chocolate chips because they eat them for just... Mm-hmm. And it's not my little kids. It's no, my no. Teenagers. teenagers. And even this batch, I was dealing with half a package of chocolate chip cookies because somebody, I think it was Caden, is what the consensus <laughs> was, had dipped into the chocolate chip. We <laughs> bought heat a locking <laughs> toolbox for Christmas this year. And I keep saying, I need that. Downstairs <laughs> for food. Yeah. It's the same thing yes. with the chocolate chips. Like, why do they think you buy chocolate chips? For Why? them to eat, obviously. Or pepperonis. Why do we buy pepperonis? Snack. It's a snack. Cereal. <laughs> cheese. I stopped buying string cheese because I thought if I just buy blocks, people would consume less cheese. No, that's not what no, happened. no, no. They just take a block of they the block. Just take the <laughs> or if there's half a block, you say, what happened to the half mm-hmm. a block? And there's a teenager walking around mm-hmm. with a quarter of a block right, left right. And with just bite marks in it i'm like you guys yes. all right have you seen Caden make himself a plate i don't think he listens to this podcast so i can say whatever <laughs> i want when he wants a snack have you seen this yet no. he will take um pita chips and and he'll make little roses out of pepperonis and he'll get cheese and grapes and he has this whole spread this is what my he's a foise he, that this is true <laughs> He eats a charcuterie board for a snack. Exactly. But hey, we have one more, which is um, fishing, hunting, archery, and shooting. Mm -hmm. And this is the one that I was going to say at the beginning when you said it may take you cooking from scratch, may take longer. Mm -hmm. I think to hone each one of these skills would actually take longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if I can learn how to put a worm on a hook, that's that's my goal. I always I have my husband with me when I go fishing. He does it. Sorry. Okay, well here's it's the gross. embarrassing moment. I grew up in a family where I mean my father did all of these things my whole life. And we were at some point dependent on the food mm-hmm. that he hunted. Yeah. That's and like awesome, until though. two years ago I'd never shot a gun. Mm-hmm. So I come from family who's done this their whole, on both sides in lineage. They so have, did you not have an interest to learn from him at one time, or was he? So part had of he it, moved on okay, to so where he wasn't. Was mm-hmm. when he was younger, mm-hmm. and same with my mom. They both had property mm-hmm. to do this, and we lived in a suburb. So finding a place to go hunting was right. near impossible. Um, I mean, he used to practice archery, I think, down at Deer Creek. Actually, when I was a kid, we would go really? on weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, but finding places to do this when mm-hmm. you're in a city is, is right. A, very hard, and B, honestly, is extremely expensive. Like, if you don't have your own land, right. you have to mm-hmm. pay mm-hmm. to be on someone's land. So I think that that is why. Like, when he could go, it had to be a weekend where he had to make it. He had to get the deer. Right. So this wasn't when you're taking your daughters no. to like mm-hmm. come along for fun. Mm-hmm. So by the time it was that way. Because they're noisy. Like, yeah. We're <laughs> financially, like we could have probably done more. My grandparents had sold all of their property mm-hmm. when I was like nine. Okay. And then I was a teenage girl who was like, mm, also no. So 
It's sad. Like, again, the same thing with, like, the handicrafts. We come mm-hmm. from family who right. has mastered this and lived off of it, and yet I have none of it. That's kind of weird. Well, it's a reason why my sons are all doing shooting sports mm-hmm. with 4-H, because they're at least same. gaining Our those skills. Do the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, do, we've always yeah. done it. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't well, you, hunted in the shooting sports. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, kind of, yeah. We've hosted some <laughs> events and done things to where we clay pigeon shoot. And my father-in-law is a sharpshooter and served in Vietnam. So he's kind of passionate about mm-hmm. teaching them young and safety and all of that to go with it. And I hunted back in the day, but I you know, started having kids. And now we have sons and they mm-hmm. they like to go and kind of trump me i'll go sit in a deer stand with my husband and hang out but i'm not usually packing heat because i'm just <laughs> content to watch yeah so yeah but i for me my getting my conceal to carry was very important mm-hmm. for me and um because like you said we live close enough to town that mm-hmm. we are not far removed from town but yet yeah, we're rural that can sometimes invite unwanted guests mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um i you know that is something you can do in town to prepare Mm -hmm. absolutely Um, yeah yeah and in that both i think both in our cooking from scratch and this episode we're going to do some butchering conversation Mm -hmm. where you know you can go to your store to do with animals and learn how to butcher Mm -hmm. because again it's great that you've got the farm Mm -hmm. like if your purpose is to feel prepared Mm -hmm. having the animal and then not knowing what to do well even the cuts of meat buying a Mm -hmm. bone in Anything yes. is going to be less expensive, and then Much learning less. how to mm-hmm. best utilize that is a skill mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and something you can, yeah, yeah, improve upon. So I think that's all twelve. It is. I am so excited. I am too. They're all things that I'm very, very, very excited to learn mm-hmm. and hone mm-hmm. our skills on. And if you guys have questions, suggestions, mm-hmm. things that you want covered within those, mm-hmm. or Maybe in another time, please let us know. Please add resources. So Mm -hmm. you guys, we do our best to like source resources Mm -hmm. for you that we mention on these podcasts, but we all live in the same area in Ohio. And if there are things near you or resources that you think we should be sharing with other people, Mm -hmm. please let us know. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, anywhere you, yeah. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. Yep. We love reading your comments. We do. Very it makes us happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, have a good yeah. week. And join we'll us. See you guys soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.